Hello, my lovelies. You are now listening to The Vow, Voice of Women. The intention of this podcast is to empower women through sharing of real life stories. We have a fab lineup of inspiring, kick-ass, real, dedicated women. We're going to get down and dirty. What has made these women successful? What makes them tick? How do they handle conflict? And what might they eat in a day? So here we go. Okay, carnival or circus? Oh, carnival. Disney World or Universal? Universal. Wallet or money clip? Wallet. (laughs) You never know, no judgment. (laughs) Yoga pants or jeans? Jeans. Facebook or Twitter? Facebook. Gold or silver? Gold. 50s or 80s music? Ooh, 80s. Ooh. Uh, Straight or curly hair? Uh, somewhere in between. <laughs> can we go with a wave? Sure, we can go. We, wave. I'm, I have wavy hair today. Perfect. And fruits or vegetables? Vegetables. All right. So that's a little bit about our guest, Jody. So, Jody, <laughs> you transform lives. So, let's just dive right in. You do so many things in your business, um, but you specialize in cosmetic reconstruction. So, share with us a little bit about that. Absolutely. Well, First off, thank you so much for having me on your podcast. I am so passionate about what I do and I love to be able to share it and podcasting is such a fun way to kind of inform everybody of what goes on behind the scenes at Mm -hmm. Cinnamon Girl Clinic. So um, to start, let me just explain a little bit about what paramedical tattooing is because I think one of the things that I still see in the industry is people not really understanding what that means. So a paramedical tattoo typically entails something in the field of an areola restorative tattoo, scar camouflage, which can be anything from stretch marks, and typically things that are left behind from illness or injury. So if you've had a car accident and your face went through the windshield and you've had reconstructive surgery on your face, um, you might be left with an eyebrow that doesn't grow back or an eyelid that pulls in a certain way that maybe makes your eyelashes look strange. And physicians have really began to embrace us as a next step and sort of that icing on the cake when it comes to things like this, that we can go in and and put a lot of those features back in a three-dimensional way that makes it very tough to tell someone's been through something like that. So it, in many different avenues, is so effective for people. And also, it's some of those things that you don't need to know it until you need to know it. Mm -hmm. So that's why there's that question of like, I'm sorry, what is a areola restorative tattoo. I mean, if you haven't had breast cancer and you might not have any idea what that means. So the paramedical aspect involves a lot and it's, it's very diverse for sure. So we, I, when I think of that, I think of cosmetic rehabilitation. Yes. Like you're rehabilitating. It's a rehab program. It's a rehab program for, you know, the, the, to, to feel feminine again, or to feel like I, I have luckily not been touched by breast cancer, but I know multiple women that have, who have cho- chosen to have both of their breasts removed. Yep. And then I also follow you on Instagram and I've seen the areolas that you have given women. And I was so touched by that because I, I thought as a woman, like whether it's on your face or on your breasts, someone's going to see it, you Absolutely. know? And so to be able to have that 
feeling of, okay, I've gotten what's out of my body out. I've got the cancer out, but now you're left with these scars. And I think as women, we want to feel pretty. We want to look pretty and we want to feel feminine. Yeah. And so that is such a, a gift that you are giving women. It's just amazing. And can you speak, Jody, to, you know, I think fate, like facial tattooing has been a thing for like a long time. And yeah. so I think there's this, when we hear about cosmetic tattooing, I think there's this bit of like vanity attached to right. it. Like, oh, she's got her lips done or her brows done. But you really give people back their sense of beauty and their sense of confidence. Well, a lot of the tattooing that we do is not just cosmetic. Probably 50% of it is cosmetic, which is for me is not really so much attached to vanity as it is to practicality and confidence and making a woman feel good in her own skin. Um, the medical end of it is something that is so different. I mean, whether or not you were a single woman and and you had a mastectomy and were concerned about you know how your breasts look, even just in a change room, you know, changing out of a bathing suit and putting your clothes on, to not have somebody take a second glance or stare at you is such a big deal to these survivors. And these tattoos truly heal people. It's very transformative in the sense that it's the last step in a very long emotional journey for most. So when you can put back that last final feature that's been taken by that illness, for example, if we're talking about cancer, that is something that is so emotional for them. And, and it's, it's rare that at the end of an appointment like that, someone's not in tears of just like, oh my God, it's done. It's the final chapter. We just closed that. It's, it's a really amazing thing to be a part of. And it's, it, what, it's what makes me get up out of bed and not ever feel like work is work. Oh, that's a, you're very blessed because not everybody has that. Absolutely. And so Jody, walk us through the process of if somebody had um, a disease or an illness and they're coming into you uh, for help, walk us through the process. I know every, you know, every client that walks in is different, but from the consultation, how many treatments someone might need, the cost, because I'm sure a lot of our listeners you know, we'll be like, well, you know, what is this going to cost, right. you know, and I yeah. know that there's a wide range, but maybe walk us through the process. Sure. So typically if someone, I mean, let's talk about, um, I'm going to talk about a client I just had yesterday okay. as a gentleman, um, who came in to see me and he has something called vitiligo, which is an autoimmune illness that takes pigment out of your skin. A lot of people relate to Michael Jackson when they think of that because he had that. Um, so he came in to see me super self-conscious about pigment that has been missing from his face. So what do we do? Like, where do we start? So how we kick that off is typically with a consultation. They're always free. So you can come in and talk with any of us about whatever is concerning you and what you may like to have revised or camouflaged. And so we talk about it. And, and what always comes up is, is the confidence. They, they want to have this done because at some point in time, someone's even pointed it out to them like what's going on with your face or you know why does it look like that and I mean that really robs somebody of the confidence day to day that they may have once had and it's like where did that go and just by simply giving that back to them is a complete game changer for them so in the consultation I hear a lot of those stories of you know not just like it's the why it's the what it's how it's affecting them and you know what what it would mean to them to have it fixed so i like to explain 
and put all my cards out on the table for any consultation. So that includes pricing, that includes how many appointments, that includes what are the risks, because with some of our procedures, there are actually different risks associated to it, and I like to be very open about all of them. Um, one of the one things with paramedical tattooing is no case is ever the same. You, I'm never gonna get that same client like I did yesterday in with the same concerns. It just doesn't happen twice. So the experience as a paramedical tattoo artist, it's, you're always learning and always growing because you just never do the same thing twice, which is, which is a unique feature in that sort of aspect of the tattooing world. So in talking with him in the consultation, I explained what I could do, what I couldn't do, what you can expect, what you can't expect, the aftercare and the cost. So for him, um, you know, very specific to him as it would be for everybody, pricing really starts anywhere from probably $250 upwards of $2,000, depending on how big the area and what we're doing. And we work all over the body. There's there's not many spots that I haven't touched with a <laughs> tattoo machine um, in the 13 years I've been doing it. So there's really nothing that shows up that surprises me in saying that every case is different. It's, it's unique, but honestly, I... I would be surprised in a day to come across something that I hadn't seen before in some form or fashion of it. Um, so he was thrilled. He had been to multiple doctors and most of the doctors actually refer to us. So that's how we actually ended up at Cinnamon Girl Clinic because when when all other resources have been exhausted, sometimes this is the, the final one and it's often the most effective one. So just spreading the word and not maybe wasting money on a treatment that doesn't provide you with many results. It's nice to be educated to know what's out there and what's going to work and what's not going to work. Absolutely. Well, and I'm actually surprised that the cost is so reasonable because I thankfully haven't had any health issues or illness or disease that I've had to come see you. Yeah. Um, but I think of how much money as a woman that I've invested into my body. Right. Um, you've done my brows. Yes. <laughs> and I love them. We love that you love them. <laughs> they look amazing. I was, uh, for our listeners, I'm, uh, oh my goodness, 40 this year in like two months. <laughs> she does not look it. Sidebar. And, uh, thank you. <laughs> and uh, my brows were thinning kind of in the middle and I was not good at shaping my brows. I'd get into my car and I'd have like one brow that was like higher than the other. And then a good friend of mine um, had gone to Jody and I saw her brows and I'm like, your brows are amazing. She's Aww. like, Jody, <laughs> you know, ask for Jody. And I've had them probably almost a year now yeah. and they still look amazing. And sometimes I wear Jody's uh, brow mascara and sometimes I just go au naturel right. and I actually love them both ways. Um, but yeah, so thankfully I've, I've, I've just had to come for, for those reasons. But I would say that if I look at all the skin products and Botox and all those things as women, that it's we endless. it's endless. So yeah. to me, to have that confidence back as a woman for that price range, even if it was a little bit more, is so reasonable. It is. Yeah. And I think as women, I honestly in a day couldn't list and keep up with what's available to us to make our lives easier, to oh get gosh, our confidence yeah. back, to enhance XYZ feature. It truly is just a list that it, it's forever growing. It's overwhelming. And it's really just as a, you know, a, a regular woman, a woman try to keep up with I know what, what you should do. Where do you spend your money? Where do you not spend your money? And what one of the one of my favorite things to hear is women coming back and saying, This was the best money I've ever spent on myself because that's such a compliment in the world of what's available to us. So I love that people feel like that. The tattoos that we do are are super three-dimensional, so they're not really intended to look like tattoos. So 
My take on this industry is if it's done right, it typically is very hard to tell. It's a comparison I always use to good plastic surgery. It is amazing. For our listeners, please follow Jody's Instagram page. It's Cinnamon Girl. And when you look at some of the work that you've done, I actually have, I follow you like almost every post probably. Oh, thank you. And I can't, I'm like, whoa, like those look like nipples. Like I cannot believe it. Like, so where did you learn how to do this? Because to me, when I look at that, it's art. It is art. And, and I think for, for people who are intrigued and interested in this, having an artistic background is a, is an important component that I think gets overlooked from cash grabs on courses like, oh yeah, you want to do this too? Just take this course. I think that really leads people down the wrong road. Um, there has to be that creative factor in you and, and doing these tattoos that are so hyper-realistic, it, you need to draw, you need to practice. It's something that it doesn't just come over a weekend course. So for me, my journey was a little bit unique in the sense that it probably would never duplicate itself again, but I was a makeup artist to start with. And I was involved in makeup artistry probably for about 18 years before, when I was in high school, I was in, I was doing makeup artistry. I worked for Chanel to start with and then eventually opened up Cinnamon Girl, which was a makeup artistry component of what I what I did. And so being a makeup artist and knowing what and, and where to enhance women of all ages, which is so key, it's, you know, you can make a 20 year old look good fairly easily, you know, making a woman in her 50s look amazing who maybe hasn't taken great care of her skin is something completely different. So having the foundation of really knowing what to do to enhance someone without being over the top with with them still feeling comfortable in their own skin was something that was, you know, a process that just happened over a long period of time. And then when I was transferred over into the tattooing world by a physician who had cosmetic and medical tattooing in her practice, I started apprenticing with her and that probably went on for the next four years. So she did some really amazing things and I learned from her and started implementing those in my own business, which then became Cinnamon Girl Clinic. And the rest is history. So I've I've traveled all over the world to pick up, you know, interesting little tips and tricks from other artists. Um, some of them have been doctors, some of them are body tattooers. It's there's lots of little pearls of wisdom to learn and my industry is not very regulated. So it wasn't that there was necessarily here. Here's the school of tattooing. You need to go here and learn and be a honor roll graduate and you can go and run a successful business. It just, it wasn't like that. You had to be very ambitious and spend time and money figuring out how to grow yourself as an artist. So is this something, Jody, that say in the last five or 10 years, if you look at maybe North America in general, is it something that is, um, there's been more attention drawn to it because you said, you know, you'll go to little places and pick up, you know, little, little bits of pearls. And, and so when you need wisdom or education, like when I look at what you do in Calgary, I'd say you're at the top of the food chain. Oh, well, thank you. So, well, no, really. (laughs) And, uh, so where do you go then if you need, you know, help or assistance or you want to learn? Uh, That's a great question. I I really lean on colleagues that I, I believe in and, and admire their work. I would say above and beyond that, it gets tricky to continue that education process. Probably my biggest learning curve is still just with my clients and and being able to be so busy and keep up with, you know, a lot of the physicians in Calgary and take on their clients as my customers 
And, and that's really what makes me grow probably more than anything else, more than I could travel and, and find other information. Not that I, I don't think that's valuable because I certainly do. And I think it's important to continue to educate, but being business and the practical factor of what I do is probably the biggest educator. Yeah. So, uh, doing is learning. Absolutely. You know, it yeah. would be similar to my business. I was chatting with one of my, my agents, uh, yesterday, in fact, and I said, you know, the, the art of objection handling is that you can't go to school to do that when you're with a client Absolutely. and they throw something at you. And when you're, when you first start, you're like, uh, I, I, I don't know, but I'll find out. Right. And now I'm at the point in my career where it's just second nature to me. If, someone has an objection, there's very rarely an answer that I don't have because I've been through that situation so many times. And, and it, that's hard to teach. It is. You can't, I don't think. You I can't. think it's just from experience. It is. And, I, and it's a it's a catch-22 because experience is what makes you better. But if you're starting out, it's hard to get the experience. So um, in coming up in the future, I'm actually launching a paramedical tattoo academy to help people and aid them in that journey. And I think that that is such the way of the future is teaching people online so you don't necessarily have to uproot your life and, and go to learn. You can do it from your own home and start facilitating a lot of these ideas and fundamentals that are out there. That's amazing. And so did you just start the content for this and you're kind of working on that to release it? Or? Well, it's actually right in the final stages. We have one filming day left and the the course so far is what I feel really robust in, in content for people who already have practical tattooing knowledge and expanding that in the medical uh, field that it just doesn't exist right now. There's very limited information out there and I feel that people kind of struggle or they don't take the procedures on and there's so much healing and good that can come from learning this. I'm really excited to, to get it out there. So we should be launching the Academy at the end of the month. So that yeah, a, wow, how exciting. Yeah, to final that's, wow. That's like a big baby though, because it is like a big baby to birth because I, I think of even, you know, the podcast, we're going to be starting webinars in the fall and the content that you need for it's to massive. release an education factor is huge. So it you is. must have, when did you start working on this? About a year ago. Okay. Um, really and it's been, it has, it's been a labor of love there. When you say it's a big baby to birth, that is 100% <laughs> accurate. And uh, there, there's been so many times, even in that journey of just feeling that I, what am I doing? Maybe, I, maybe this isn't a good idea. And going back and forth, I just, I really firmly believe that the industry needs it and it motivates me to keep going and, and make it better. I know it's going to grow and evolve like all things that we take on do, but, um, I'm a perfectionist, so it's hard to let go and, and release something like that when you know that there's still going to be growing pains. There's still going to be things to fix and make better, but I can't do those until I have some experience under my belt with it. So it's, it's been a, it's been a love hate at times, but I know in the end, it's going to be something I'm really proud of. Oh, well, that's, that's exciting for all you listeners who are thinking you might want to get into the cosmetic tattooing industry. That's uh, Jody. Jody could be your teacher. And I had to laugh to myself. You just said something about you're a perfectionist. So for all of our listeners who are thinking of going to Jody, you want a perfectionist doing your tattooing wherever it is on your body. Absolutely. And, but I have to say, I mean, I had never met you when we, when I first came in, but I totally felt at ease. Like the thought of you making a mistake wasn't even a thought because I knew you were so experienced. You had done this so many times 
And so I think that's really important when you're thinking of getting cosmetic tattooing that you're asking those questions right. like, how much experience do you have? You know, uh, because it is it is a, a, a pretty big deal. It is. And I think one of the main things you don't want to, I think some women go in and think, well, I don't want to insult this person by asking those questions. I mean, I even have people today ask me, is that a disposable needle you're using? Which, I mean, I chuckled because I'm like, of course it is. However, good for you for asking that because yes. it kind of takes courage to ask hard questions yes. to people. And I'm nothing but honored to answer those questions and, and fill you in and tell you everything about everything. And the experience factor is massive. And when it comes to these types of procedures, especially on your face, it still boggles my mind at how many people will sort of throw caution into the wind and say, well, I could have gotten it for this amount, so I'm going to go to someone's basement and oh, do it goodness. there. And and it's still something day to day, and I'm not exaggerating when I say this, that I fix. Wow. There's someone that comes into my clinic every single day that I work that I'm repairing something that's gone Bunch sideways. Job. Yeah, and it's it's sad, but it's unfortunately a bit of the world we live in, in a non-regulated profession, yes. that that still exists. I, I like to think it's getting less and less, but I don't know. Sometimes I, <laughs> I wonder about that. Well, thank goodness for Cinnamon Girl. Now... Jody, share with us because you're just one person yes. and you have a, a big shop. So talk to us about uh, how many staff you have and how you kind of run that side of your business. So there are five of us. Um, we've been as big as seven. We've had two people move away on us in the last year, but it we're at a nice little size now and I'm really particular about who I have. I, Good. I handpick everybody and, and make sure that they're a good fit for our team, not just from an artist standpoint, but also from a personality standpoint. I think our business is very much run on empathy and compassion. And so it's important to me that the girls also have a little bit of a softer side to them and can really take those clients under their wing and make them feel comfortable because getting a tattoo on your face is a scary thing. I mean, the two words together should almost be a little anxiety causing anyways. So it's really important that we have that feel and vibe around the clinic that is just like, this is a nice, easy place to go to. So nurse slash tattoo artist is who you're looking for. Exactly, <laughs> yeah, right. Like, I need a mama bear, okay? Yeah. <laughs> uh, that's great. And is there any plans um, now, so you're starting again, you're birthing your new baby. Yes. Are there any other plans of growing your business or do you feel really fulfilled in where you're at? I feel fulfilled in where I'm at. I always love growth and I always love education. I think online is the way to get more people in that space. Um, I've Since I've started this, I've been heavily approached for training and it's not anything I've ever actually done, which is because I feel that it does need so much attention that in the amount that I practice at work, versus taking on a training aspect is just too, it's its too much. I have a small children and it's just too much to for me to balance. So I think an online component is a way that I can execute that in the future. Yeah, it's so interesting how our world is going. No, we're gone are the days of creating content for classrooms and here we are, you know, on the online. And, exactly. and I, I'm saying the same thing with my webinars in the fall because I can reach so many more people and mentor them and coach them that way exactly. versus having you know, them rent a room exactly. or a hotel and, and do it there. Or trying to fit in 10 coffees a week for an hour at a time. I mean, yeah. it's just, it's, it's impossible. It's impossible. 
So we've heard a lot about your business, Jody, and I think you have a very, there's a very uh, humanistic, obviously, side to your business. And so tell us about your background, your family. You mentioned kids. Tell us about your husband and kids. And what, what is your story? What makes Jody Jody? Absolutely. So I'm a native Calgarian. Born and raised in Calgary, I actually Not many of you. Yes, I know. When I say that, I, I actually surprisingly have a lot of clients that are like that, and it blows my mind because I feel that there's nobody really around like that. But I do. I meet a fair amount of us, so that's interesting. And uh, I grew up in Barrispah. I went to school in Cochrane, and my parents still live in our childhood home, which I love. We're very close to them. We see them tons, and it's just such a nice component to have in your life to still be able to share that with them. I have a younger brother, his name's Jeff. He's a helicopter pilot. He lives in Squamish and they have a family as well. I am married for, we're just celebrating our 18th wedding anniversary oh, this congrats. month. And yeah, thank you. We've been together for 21 years wow. and we have two awesome boys. Of so course been, they're awesome. Yeah. <laughs> we have a 15 year old, his name's Ryder and an 11 year old named Lincoln. And so I'm basically in the throes of raising a teenager. Whoa, how has that been so far? It's keeping it real, I'm not gonna <laughs> lie. It, uh, it has its challenges. I feel that literally we're going through all those things that you do with teenagers, which, you know, there's literally never a dull moment between, you know, running a business, raising kids, being a wife. It, it's a busy life. I wouldn't want it any other way. I've been like that my whole, my whole being is just, I love being busy. I love being involved in things. So it just, it kind of flows in with that altogether. I, um, when I grew up, I was kind of a tomboy. I grew up riding dirt bikes, camping, and there were only boys that lived on my street. So I, I grew up playing with boys and it's funny. Everyone always says to me, oh, you never tried for a girl. And it was as much of the girly things that I do today, I'm very comfortable raising boys. Uh, well, you get your fix because I'm sure you see a lot of women on a daily basis. I do. So I it's do. not like you don't have any estrogen in your life. No, there's, there's lots of estrogen <laughs> on the day to day, which is good. It's a good balance for sure. And tell us about your husband. So my husband, his name is Kevin. He is in oil and gas. He's in procurement. He works at Suncor. And for as long as I can remember, he's been a downtown guy in oil and gas. So we're still, you know, working and surviving through that, which has been, you know, a bit of a roller coaster and a journey. I completely feel what you're feeling in that, uh, that area. I have also lived with a husband in oil and gas and uh, we, we love and support them, don't we? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, it's certainly a roller coaster, but hopefully starting to straighten out right now. So. Yes, yeah, absolutely. So Jody, the one um, thing that I'm super happy that you're prepared to talk to us because I think it's, um, for many of our listeners, they will have um, gone through cancer like you said, everyone's been touched by cancer. And so you have a cancer journey and you're a cancer survivor. And so share with us um, how long you have, you know, how long ago you were diagnosed and how long you've been cancer free and talk to us about that journey. So six years ago, I was diagnosed with thyroid cancer. And, you know, that's a terrifying word to hear at any age, um, you know, with small children and a business and so many things going for you. I was I was affected by it, maybe in a little bit of a different way, because I see so many people going through the journey. So when I first heard those words, I almost felt that I knew a little too much for my own good. And that 
was a little bit of a struggle for me. I think there, you know, our imagination gets the best of us anyways, but that was even, it wasn't my imagination. It was real concrete knowledge because I lived that and breathed that every day with clients. So it was a scary journey. I had a complete thyroidectomy in 2013, which means my body needs medication to function properly. Removing your thyroid is kind of like taking the pilot out of the plane. So it's, it's actually surprising how much regulation your thyroid does for your body. And I didn't really understand or know that. So today I'm cancer free. I was Yay. just yeah, <laughs> uh, discharged from what they call the cancer clinic in, from endocrinology because I'm now cancer free for five years. So that's awesome. And I will be on medication forever so that my body can produce an artificial synthroid to make everything work and it can be a journey and a little bit of a juggling my levels sometimes stay stable for a long period of time and then they go out of whack and when they go out of whack it can be anything from feeling depressed anxious tired really crazy fatigue brain fog it's just a whole host of crappy feelings um, I monitor that through blood work and then they'll change my medication. So it's something that isn't just a one and done kind of fix. You have to stay on top of it, but it's certainly doable. And I see so many people that have worse off situations than I do. So I feel grateful to be able to come out on the other side and live a pretty normal lifestyle with a little bit of extra maintenance, but it has really given me a sense of empathy towards my clients and an understanding of what not only they're going through, but just that emotional ties to the word cancer and what that feels like to kind of have someone dangle your life you know in front of you and, and how scary that can actually be wow and not that when i say this not that cancer is ever a gift because cancer is horrible yeah you however are able to like you said have empathy and this really probably deep connection with your clients and without having cancer you know, not that you wouldn't have been empathetic or caring, but you can relate and really people probably even have more trust in you because you've been through an illness or you've been through cancer and they have. Right. Like how powerful is that? It is. And I, and I do look at it as a gift from that standpoint because it's what really, I always loved the paramedical end of my business, but it gave me a different tie to it after I had gone through that. I I not only worked on my own scars from surgery, but now when I work on them from other people, it's I know what I'm doing for mm -hmm. them is so powerful to have that be not erased, but erased from being reminded of it every day is so powerful and huge. And I know the healing that happens from that is something that I'm able to give somebody. And that is just... It's just one of the most empowering things I can experience for sure. Uh, well, thank you so much for sharing that. Yeah, my uh, pleasure. That part of your journey of life with, with us. Uh, Jody. what have you vowed or promised to yourself throughout your journey in life? Uh, well, I loved that question. So I kind of hummed and hawed about that. I think what I want to vow to is to continue to heal people with tattoos and lead my life with passion and purpose. Oh, I love that. That's, thank you. Thank you for for sharing your journey and your story. And I, I think that that's an amazing vow. And I, I know that you're touching many lives, um, you know, not just from the cosmetic standpoint, which I got to experience, but people that have truly experienced 
real suffering and loss in their lives and you're able to step in at that last last part of that transformation and really give them their sense of confidence and their beauty back and I think as a woman um, and I'm sure as a man too but as a woman I can really speak to how powerful that must be for a lot of your clients so thank you so much for coming today Jody. and um, we always like to spotlight our our guests charity of choice so tell us about that so at the Alberta Children's Hospital has recently opened up a Center for Child and Adolescent Mental Health. And I would love if someone's looking for a charity to donate. I think our youth's mental health is so important and I would I would love to see their attention go to that. And if anyone wants to find Jody, they can follow her on Instagram at Cinnamon Girl Tattoo, where you can find all of her information. Uh, she's amazing. Her office and her staff were just wonderful to deal with. Highly recommend them. So Jody, thank you so much for coming in and sharing your story and your journey today. Thank you so much, Nadia, for having me. It was a pleasure. to your everyday lives. Please subscribe to our podcast, rate us. If there's any suggestions you can make or feedback, we would love to hear from you. Thanks for tuning in.